judge you. The show, bro. Blow the show. Coming to you live from a little grass shack in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, it's the Junior Kekoeva Jr. Show starring Junior Kekoeva Jr. Join Junior and the Wayne Bothey Band as he makes any kind from Hawaii. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Junior Kekoeva Jr. Take away the beer sometimes, you know. Hey, how's it, how's it, how's it, Aloha, 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 mahalo, mahalo, mahalo. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, bro, I wouldn't believe it if we wasn't doing them ourselves, bro. No, for real, because you back in the day, back in the day, I was at the mercy of the radio station, right? Because, you know, we had, it's all we had, bro. It's all we had was radio. But no, but radio was good to me, bro. I was, I was part-time. I was like the... You could you could call me the side salad of radio. I was the side salad guy. I was like, because you know, has had had Mr. Wild, right? Rory Wild. I know you guys. You guys don't know this guy. This guy, people over here in Hawaii know this guy, but you guys listening in the Netherlands right now, you guys great. Who's Rory Wild? Okay, no, but this guy, bro, he's solid. He's 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 right. This guy, Rory Wild. I gotta tell you about him because he did more for me in my life than anybody. And, and no, for real, he did. Uh, people think, oh, wow, that's just the radio. No, bro, you got me jobs, any kind. In fact, bro, okay, I'll go tell you a story. Okay, so me and Rory Wild, right, was, was working, was working rent to own, bro. Was rent to owning stuff, right? Because, you know, he was renting them to guys that couldn't afford for buy, right? That's what rent to own is, right? So, so like for a TV, right? If you used to buy on t- these TVs that we had, right? You'd pay about 450 bucks for the TV. Okay, but if you rent to own the TV, okay, you're paying like, you know, 30 bucks a month, right? But you end up paying $2,500 for the TV, right? Okay, so, so anyway, this is a back end. I'm not supposed to tell you guys that. But anyway, so, but, but, but we had, so, so all the guys that was, you know, so you would think, right, that poor people would be buying the $400 TV, but no. They're renting to own, and they're paying $2,500. You see how society sticks it to the poor guys? No, for real, bro. I tell you, the poor guys, bro, they always take them. They always take them. So anyway, we was working rent to own, right? So we go to this guy. So this guy, bro, he never had guts, right? And and so that we, we went to his apartment, and we went inside the apartment. Long story short, the guy pulled out some nunchucks, right? And he starts swinging him and even bash his counter. I don't know what it was time for proof. And and meanwhile, Rory Wild, okay, the guy who got me the job, right? The guy who was coming with me on the on the on the run, right? Because we're collecting money or merchandise at this point. And he lets the door close behind me. And I'm like, freaking Rory. Like I I'm in the I'm in the I'm in the apartment with this guy, right? And he's irate, and he's swinging his nunchucks, and I'm just standing there looking him in the eye. You know what I mean? See, because here's the thing, Hawaiians, and you guys, younger guys, you guys got to know this, okay? The coward, okay, the coward will always put on a show for you, <laughs> okay? The, 
the coward, okay? The coward, he would put on a show, he would dance, he would sing you one song, he would pray, he would do any kind. You know, he, he will show you how angry he is, right? He will, he will put up and show for you. He will, he will bust up something. He will, I mean, bro, he will take his cheek and make her any kind in front of the whole crowd, okay? That's the coward, okay? Now, the real guy, okay? The real guy, okay? He would just go for you. The real guy, he not gonna talk. He would just go for you, grab you by the neck and shove your head to the gypsum board. You know what I mean? The drywall. <laughs> you, you, your face would be in the wall, and then you'd be going. It's good. That's the real guy. Okay, the coward will swing his nunchucks and he do his trick, right? So I'm standing there, and I'm looking at this guy, right? And I was, I was big back in the day. I was like 260, maybe 265. After a good dinner, I think I was 275. But anyway, that's after a couple extra rolls of sushi. And I was, I was looking at this. No, really, I, bro, I was, I was huge, bro. That, there, there was no excuse for it, but you know, what, what the heck? It was what it was, right? And so I was standing, I was looking this guy in the eye, right? And, and then I hear the door close behind me. I'm like, freaking Rory. I'm like, Rory Wild, you right? And I'm like, yeah, but myself, right? So anyway. So, so finally, I, you know, I walk out, I turn my back to the guy, see? So the guy had nunchucks, right? And I went turn my back to the guy, cause I figure, bro, he's a coward, he can't even, he cannot even attack me face to face. Like, I'm looking at the guy, he cannot even rush me. See what I mean? You know, you know, like NFL, right? Rushing yards and, okay. But he couldn't even rush me. Right? I'm like, bro, if you can't rush me, I'm gonna turn my back on you. You're a little pussy. You can't even. You can't even. Right? So I turn my back on the guy, and he get nunchucks. Right? He get everything. He get. I just get my back. I turn my back on him. I walk to the door. Open the door. I walk in outside the door. The guy rushes. Now he's rushing. He's rushing the door because he's trying to close the door to get me out. Right? And I push back the door on him, you know, scare him, smoke guy, you know. I think he even drop his nunchucks or whatever. But and then I left, right? Then I get to the elevator. Now, Rory Wild, meanwhile, <laughs> Mr. Wild, right? I don't know why his last name is Wild. He wasn't that wild. Hey, so he he was he was by the elevator, right? And and he was he was already holding the door open to the elevator. And and I was like, bro, this guy is you, you know Snagglepuss in a Yogi Bear cartoon? You know, he goes, Hexen, stage left. Right? He was already at stage left, ready for exit. Right? And the door was open to the elevator. And I was like, barah. And I, and I came out. I looked at him. I, I go, ba, how come you let the door close behind me? And so he tried to switch the tables on me at that point. Right? Now he starts yelling at me. He goes, don't you ever do that again. I'm, I'm like, what? He goes, I go, bro, the guy, the guy was on pansy. He goes, don't you ever do that. You know, you could have gotten killed in there. I go, bro, he's not going to kill me. He's a coward. Well, cowards, you see, here's another thing, brothers, Hawaiians, cousins, okay? You younger guys, a coward will never kill you. He's too scared. <laughs> he's too scared to kill you, okay? Only real guys kill you, okay? Not you. If you, if you, if you don't, we don't, brother, you can let one coward do anything. You can let him do any kind. You let him do his trip, let him bust up his place, let him, let him do whatever you like. 
right? You just you can just stand there and watch. But you gotta become the observer. If you engage with the coward, right? You go you gonna pump him up and he gonna do some worse kind of stuff and eventually you might get hurt. But he not gonna come after you directly. Why? <laughs> Cause he's a coward. <laughs> That's why he's a coward, bro. So anyway, so so Mr. White, that that was the that was one of the stuff, right? So and then it, that, that's what it was, you know. And he was like, it's about the elevator holding the dub, and I was like, jeez. So I made him drive me home. <laughs> I made him drive me home. Tired, just take me home. I'm tired, tired of collecting money and merchandise tonight. It was nighttime, bro. We was working overtime. It was like it was like quarter to nine in the evening. But uh, but that's you know, but but Rory Wild, but I gotta tell you, Rory Wild did the most for me. In my adult life, I mean, guarantee, hands down, hands down, guarantee, guarantee. I love that guy very well. But he he will go down in in radio history as as being a uh, an institution in radio. I will go down in history as being in the institution. Uh, that's, that's, I will be inside, bro. I will be inside the institution. I will have nurses, bro. I would have I would have nurses hammering in a broom closet. <laughs> They'd be right, but I remember. So, so, so I was at this hospital, but I gotta tell you this time, right? So I was at this hospital talking about nurses. Nurses are the freakiest creatures on the, on the planet. Hmm. Yeah. So I went to this hospital. My friend got into an accident in the Marshall Islands. If you guys don't know where is the Marshall Islands, um, no need to worry. <laughs> it's not that important, right? But but it's in the it's in the South Pacific, right? It's between here and and Tahiti. It's like right in the middle, Marshall Islands, right? And so so my friend gets in a car accident and he goes to the rehab hospital of the Pacific because now he got a rehab. You know, <clears throat> I think he, I think he had some. He had to learn how to walk. I mean, you're serious, kind of stuff. And so there was this little nurse, and you no, know, she was a little nurse. She's not not little people, little, but she's like I don't know Chinese. I think she was about like five two. To me, that's a little nurse, right? <laughs> like, when, like, as opposed to a big nurse, you know, like from the Midwest, like six five, four hundred pounds. <laughs> Look, okay, that's a big nurse. I, I, I know I'm giving you guys visuals. You guys, be, whoa, we didn't, we never like go that big, Junior. You know, big nurse. Right? <laughs> and anyway, so, so this chick, right? I, I only met her like one night. I meet her one night. We talk story in a room with my friend, right? And she comes in. Hey, how you doing? And we talk story. The next night, right? I'm hanging out with my friend. And she comes in. She's working again. He, hey. <laughs> she comes walking in, right? And then she goes, hey, want to see my pictures? And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. So she takes me to the lounge, right? To like the nursing lounge. And it's only me and her in the lounge. And she takes out these these big, uh, you know, they, there was actually sketches, these big sheets of sketches, right? Black and white sketches. And she goes, oh, you know, I model for this UH class. And I'm like, oh, okay, UH, right? You know, and I'm 19 at the time. You know, I never go to college because there was nothing in college for me. But I mean, nothing. Nothing I was interested in was in college. Everything I was interested in was either going to college or running around on the beach at Waikiki. <laughs> like, so, so I never go to college, right? So, so anyway, so this chick starts taking out these big sheets of paper with her picture, uh, well, you know, sketches. So they're sketching her. And she's naked. And I'm like, whoa. Like, so this chick is basically, you know, giving me an invitation. 
And she showed you, oh, you like this one? You like this one? I said, well, baby, uh, I don't know. Your nannies look crooked in that one. But I mean, <laughs> I never really say that. But, we, was, you know, I was thinking to myself, like, why is she showing me naked sketches of herself? And, I mean, stuff like that, right? And, and you know, so you kind of, but, bro, that's nurses. Okay, you got to know that nurses work with the human body. That's nothing for them, Right? But when they go to nursing school, but they go up UH, they see they see dead naked people. They you know the cadavers, right? They they pull them out. Right? Uh, this is a so and so. He he dedicated his body uh, to science so that you guys could have a good education. <laughs> you know, people looking at a dead body like oh, TMI, TMI. So, but anyway, but that you know, so nurses, bro, they they've, they've seen it all. Trust me, you, you're not gonna impress with nurse, okay? So. I mean, you know, plenty of guys, I see these guys, they, they, you know, they, oh, bro, you know, nurses, right? Nurses. And they, they have this nurse fantasy, okay? But the nurse fantasy involves the outfit and, you know, they, bro, me, I just, bro, I just, I take them bare bones. You know you know what I'm saying? Now, I, bro, it's like, I mean, no, no need, baby, no way, put, put the hat down. No, no need, but they don't even wear hats anymore. You notice that? Nurses. They don't even have those cute little white hats anymore. I don't know. They look like the the kind like like nuns or something. Remember in the old days they had those nun kind of hats. Kind of, I don't know what that was, but I don't even know what you call them. Nurse hats. <laughs> I don't know what you call them. But anyway, but yeah, but anyway. So 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 yeah, that was just an observation. You know, just an observation I had. But but in radio, right? You know, I was talking about radio, right? 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 And so I so I used to work with Roy, and I was like the side salad kind of guy. I was never like the the guy, you know what I mean? Until Augie T, God rest his soul, he's not even dead yet. He Augie T, <laughs> for real, Augs, bro, he told me, bro, you gotta do a podcast, right? Now I was thinking, you know, I was thinking like podcast. What I gonna do? He goes, bro, no, just do a podcast. My friends in LA, they make you big money, right? You know, we, we had to go over the whole trip. So I go, okay, so so I had to think, right? I had to think, like, what I gonna do on a podcast? And then somebody told me, because I told, I told this kid, right? I said, hey, bro, I think you're doing a podcast. I don't know what we'll do. He said, bro, do you? And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, let's go to the bank. Let's pull out the money. All right, let's put this down. All right, let's hire Rocky from the station, the station voice. Get him down. All right, boom, put them together. Bam, there you go. Podcast, right? Because people want to know, like, what's the real guy about? What's the real, what happens in the real world? Bro, I, I told you. I told you. Rent to own right there. Boom. You know, people people only know the, the comedy and stuff like that. But I'm telling you, my life was, was on comedy. I'm not I'm not a comedian per se. You know what I mean? Like, like I do radio comedy and stuff like that. But, bro, you know, like stand-up comedy. Nah, nah, nah. That's Augie T, bro. Augie T is a comedian. That's a real comedian. Augie T got me started. You know, might as well tell you about Augie T while we're talking about him. Poor bugger, he he lost his radio job. Bro, you know, radio's changing. Everything's changing, right? And the kids coming up. They rather have, or put it this way. They rather have one kid on the radio, right? That that can relate to the, right, the kids. Because us, us older guys, bro, we, who we going to relate to, right? So my market is the world. And I'm actually relating to the guys my age that are all on the podcast. Because, you know, they're they looking for something for do, right? <laughs> Was like, oh, Junior, yeah, we remember the stuff you remember, you know, Ronald Reagan. Well, I told Nancy I, 
I left the will in them. I, I left the will in them. Oh, darn, it's happening again. Right, right, right. Oh, Bob, we remember we're on the radio, Bob. To the young guys, buddy. Not listening podcast. Mm-mm. But the young guys, they're banging on Instagram. The young guys, buddy, young guys, they're all on TikTok, right? So we get all these young chicks on TikTok, right? But I get I get a few few thousand okay, friends, right? Well, no, they're not friends. They're followers, right? Loyal followers. <laughs> they make, I wonder if I told them something, if they go follow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, all right, today we're going to do a revolt against the People's Republic of Rabbit Island. Let's see how many guys go charge Rabbit Island. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> the People's Republic of Rabbit Island, boo. But, but you know, but so so we, the problem with TikTok that I see is we get young chicks, I mean young, like 14 years old, 15 year old chicks on TikTok, right? And then, then you get some, you get some, some uncles exhibiting predatory behavior on, on the app, right? And they, you know, and they chatting up these 14 year old girls. I'm like, bruh. Does the word pedophile mean anything to you, right? I see, but I see these kids, and then you know, and then they do at them, you know, and they, and they, you see these guys, bro. You know what they look like? You know the story, the Little Red Riding Hood. You know, in the wolf, when broke down the door, he, them all better to eat you, my dear, right? You remember that time? Okay, like, you know, because I think it was the grandma thing, right? He was about to be, he said, oh, great. You know, the little red writer said, oh, grandma, what what big eyes you have. <laughs> well, the more better for look you, my dear. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I mean, it's kind of like that, right? Predatory behavior. I don't think, I don't think they should mix it up like that. But then TikTok is owned by the Chinese and the Chinese don't care, right? When's the last time you ever saw Chinese care? I mean, come on, Hawaiians, really, right? Go down Chinatown. Go to Chinatown on any given day. And and you try to look the old ladies, the old Chinese lady, but they throw their money on top of the counter in the stores. They don't care. They don't, Chinese people don't care. I'm sorry. You, you you try and impress a Chinese person that's like trying to impress a brick wall. Good luck. Well, they don't care. You know, and now, okay, so now we're faced with the coronavirus. Okay, here we go. Okay, the first thing is the corona. Corona, you know what a corona is, right? In relation to the sun, you know that that ring around it. Okay, so the corona, right? Now it's named after the sun. Okay, so so all this stuff is masonic, but it's not everything is masonic. We we live in a masonic world, right? It's a masonic world. We just live here. That's all. You, you gotta accept what it, it is. What it is, Hawaiians. Okay, so Corona, right? Coronavirus. Okay, now we get this new virus. Wow, this guy put up this this container of Clorox wipes. You know, in the yellow bottle, the yellow label, Clorox. Okay, so it says them right on the top, Clor- Clorox on the top. And then on the back, he showed it on 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 the film. I put them up on my Instagram. On on the back of it, it says kills coronavirus. A coronavirus. So 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 wait a minute now. How come, how come we're trying to figure out what's the cure and everything of coronavirus and it's already on the Clorox bottle from like years ago, a few years ago, right? So, so you got to understand these things, Hawaiians. Okay. So here's the, here's the insight. Okay. There is a patent for the coronavirus. 
No, I, I mean, I, I, I'll tell you the number. If you like them right now, I'll give it to you. Right now, I'll give you the scoop. So I ain't right there. Give you the scoop. Patent number 101-30701. That's the patent number for the coronavirus. Now, now I know the question you're going to ask, right? You're listening to the podcast and you're going, So, who is patent the coronavirus? Because I, I can hear them already in my head. I can hear you guys. To me, that's how you guys sound. So, so who in patent it? Well, it's not my place to tell you guys like, okay, this guy did that and, and these people did that and that foundation gave money to this guy to do this. That's not my, that's not my place, Owens. I'm enjoying my life. The last thing I want is that knock on the door, you know, do, do, do. Uh, excuse me, are you Junior Kegawever Junior? Yes, I'm Junior Kegawever Junior. All right, you got to come with us. You see what I mean? And, and pretty soon, right? I'm out in the middle of the Pacific, and some guy is on a boat going, all right, you got to jump. And I'm like, what? And he goes, how long can you tread water? I mean, you know what I'm saying? I'll be out in the middle of nowhere, you know? Watch out for the sharkies, right? So, so, bro, that's the last thing I like, do. You know what I mean? So there was this guy. You remember when the Malaysian Airlines got, got the kind of Malaysian Airlines? They were missing an airline, like the whole jet. Right, <clears throat> so the jet, the jet didn't crash. It was just missing. It just turned up missing, Hawaiians. Okay, here's the scoops. Right, so there was this guy, and he was a Rothschild in a Rothschild family. And these guys, they they get plenty of money. <clears throat> I think I think when you say Rothschilds and plenty of money in the same sentence, I think you're understating. Right, because you know it's like more than plenty of money. It's like choke money. It's like money on top of money. It's like I'll have some money with a with a little side order of money. Okay, so, so it's like money on top of money on top of money. It's like maybe money to the seventh power. Okay, so this guy was one of them guys, right? The Rothschilds, and so he had this patent. Now here we go again, patent. Okay, it was him. And these three other scientists, right? And they had the patent for the, for this thing, right? So so these guys, right, they get on the plane. And they, they're going to, I don't know where they went to, but they was going to some place, right, near Malaysia. And the plane turns up missing. The whole plane, never to be found again. Never. They, didn't, they didn't find it, right? And the three guys that was on the plane were the only other three people that had a patent besides this Rothschild guy, okay? In other words, Hawaiians, yes, everybody on the plane had to turn up missing just so this guy could be the, the sole patent owner. You see what I mean? So, right, it's all about money. The bottom line is money. And it's not my position to tell you guys, oh, okay, so-and-so did this, that guy did that. You know, if you guys cannot see what's going on, Something's wrong, right? Okay, and that's why we invented the word hello, right? Hello, right? Because when you hear that word, you wake up, right? Hello. <laughs> so every once in a while, I think I think you guys should practice that word on yourselves, right? Because every once in a while, you should just, for the hell of it, go, hello. And so you can wake up out of your sleep. You see what I'm saying? Bro, these guys, so these guys do that. An entire airline, Hawaiians, everybody on the airline had to go in no more choice, right? Now, we don't know where they went. 
They could be working in a sweatshop someplace in Bermuda. I don't know. But I have no idea. They could be on a farm in Indonesia. Everybody could be wearing chains and going to work in the morning. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have the answer. Okay, But I do know that money is real. And these guys will do anything for money. But these guys, you know, so so, and these guys got a lot of money. And all they're doing is stacking their money on top of money. Right, and then you know, so so this guy had the yeah, this guy had the patty. So the, the jet ends up missing, and you know what? After a while, right, it disappears from the news, and when it disappears from the news, people stop thinking about it, and when people stop thinking about it, it's over, it's done, it's our right, right. So so they go, okay, we gotta yeah, we're gonna catch heat for a little while, you know, and then here comes the. ABC nightly news and the cameras and and, and they got to put up with that for a little and after after a while boom they're all gone okay and now you guys watching news okay that's another thing I talk to you guys about news TV news network news like you know people watching news and they go well it's the news it's got to be the truth right okay come on they got crisis actors on the news they got crisis, and you know that some of the actresses on the news, you see these girls, you know, you get like five, six girls on the panel. It's a panel of girls, right? Okay, where's the logic? No more logic, okay? And these girls, but they're girls, right? They're girls. So they can do what they like, right? And, oh, they all tricked out, and, you know, they get the boobies, they injected their lips, they get everything. You know, they look like that, that fish on Finding Nemo, you know? And <laughs> they're sitting down, and they're talking story about issues, Right? Now, these girls, right, they're talking story about issues. Now, girls are are feeling beings, right? They're emotional beings. They're into their feelings, right? So pretty soon, they steer off a of logic. That, you know, so they start talking logically about, about facts. And slowly, as the conversation develops, right, they start talking about how they feel about something rather than the facts. You, you guys notice that? And pretty soon, you got these groups of girls, and they're going off on how they feel about this. And this is wrong because, and they get into the feeling. But it's a trip to watch this stuff. Okay, so a lot of these girls, in the old days when you wanted to be an actress, you would end up in a movie. Nowadays, when you want to be an actress, you could end up on the nightly news, bro. You could end up on Fox News. You could end up on ABC News, NBC News, right? Right? So, so... An actress now has, has broadened. The horizons are broadened. You can be a crisis actress. No, really. You show up and on disaster, right? You saw the Kobe Bryant thing. Kobe Bryant, right? And the guy shows up. And he's wearing a TWA hat. At, at, right? And he's talking. And then this other guy comes on a thing. You guys can see him on YouTube. <clears throat> and this other guy comes on, Right? And he starts talking about how he heard a big boom in the sky before the chopper hit the ground, right? So this is alluding to the fact that, hey, uh, maybe the chopper got shot down, right? I mean, all this guys. But, but what I'm saying is we have crisis actors. You remember Sandy Hook? I don't know. You guys go on YouTube. Go search Sandy Hook. Go, you, you can see crisis actors. Here's how you know the crisis actors, okay? So these guys need work. Like regular actors, right? They're crisis actors, but they need work. So what happens? Well, they, they apply for jobs, right? And then there's more than one crisis, okay? So you keep seeing the same guys pop up in different crises, right? And you go, hey, 
I, the last guy, so the last time I saw that guy, he had a beard and he was commenting on the last disaster we had. And now it's a new disaster. Now he's commenting on this one, but now he look a little bit different. He no more beard anymore. He got, and his hair is not blonde; it's brown now. What's going on? So, so you get questions, right? The people have questions. So I'm telling you guys that nothing in the world. Jordan Maxwell said this: nothing in the world works the way you think it does, right? Now we're going to get to the law of attraction before we close out this beautiful program this, this morning. Okay? So, so the law of attraction says, right, no matter what's going on, it doesn't matter what state the world is in, okay? Because you remember the Great Depression when everybody was walking around depressed? <laughs> the Great Depression. No, no it was the economy, economic, right? Nobody had money. Bread was, I don't know. Five cents, ten cents, something like that, right? You know, you look back at that and you go, "Whoa, that's the good old days." We paying, we paying dollars for bread right now. We paying like seven bucks a loaf, like ten cents back in the day. Yeah, take me there, right? No, wrong. <clears throat> okay, but but during the Great Depression, there's people that made money, right? But those people had the right attitude, Hawaiians. Attitude, okay? They had the right attitude, you know. It's like, hey, we poor, but we're happy, right? You remember the Waltons? I don't know, you guys, probably too young, but you guys go go search them down on, on YouTube or something. The Waltons, it was about on family during the Great Depression. And this this show was on in, in the 70s and 80s, right? And and the Waltons, okay, so the, the whole moral to the story was they had each other, you know? And it was a good, wholesome kind of family, kind of, kind of a little house on the prairie kind of show, right? And it was a few good thing, and everybody was having fun, you know. And they was poor, but they, but there was, you know, things was wholesome, you know. They was poor; they never had tons of money and stuff like that. But everybody got fed, everybody got along, you know. Everything was everything was good, and, and you know, there wasn't the the richest people, but but they had they had heart, they had each other, they had family, they had all those things, right? So there was a lesson with with that show, right? And and things were pretty wholesome, so. In the Great Depression, there were people that thrived. There, and it was just all about attitude. So Neville Goddard said that poverty consists of feeling poor. Poverty consists of feeling poor. Okay, so you could be you could be a multi-billionaire and feel poor. Okay, and one of those guys was Howard Hughes, right? The richest guy in the world, and he felt poor. Poor Howard. <laughs> Poor Howard. <laughs> hey, Howard. 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 <laughs> you know, he was taking a leak in mayonnaise jars and lining them up on the floor. Right? This, guy, this guy had so much money. He didn't know what to do. You see what I mean? So his money made him all paranoid. I don't know if his money made him paranoid. Or he was just, you know, he was just going to go that way, rich or poor, whatever. He was going that way. Some people just do that. You know, I mean, look at look at the street people, right? They, they're sitting there yelling at it themselves. What about the richest guys that, you know, that you never see? You never hear about them. It, maybe they could be in their mansions yelling and screaming to themselves. You don't know. What I'm saying is you don't know how I say All you see when you drive by is that nice big mansion and you think, oh, brother's got it made, Right? Brother in his head might be going out of his mind, right? They may, they, they, he may be locked in his basement. You, you don't know, but you don't know. You're just looking at the outside, okay? But the law of attraction says that you can rise above any of this. 
You can rise above the economy. You can rise above the the BS. You can rise above all this stuff. Why? Because because you have God in you, okay? Because you are part God. You are a co-creator with God. And you and God can work on a project, right? And that project could be you, could be your mindset, could be the way you think about stuff, right? And if you rise above stuff because of, and you you're going to rise because of your mind. Because of the way you think. It's all in your mind. Okay? So Gautama Buddha, right? The founder of Buddhism said that a man realizing that the world is but an illusion escapes suffering. Whoa, it's kung fu kind of stuff right there. Kung fu kind of stuff, right? Okay? Escapes the... Why? Because you know what? When you put your attention on that new car, when you put that attention on a girl, or you put that attention on... on I don't know, uh, porn. <laughs> wait, wait, oh, wait. Did I say porn? Okay. Well, whatever, whatever you put your attention on, you're taking your attention away from this, from you, from inside. And you're putting them out there, over there, on the other side, that over there, that place, over there, out there. And pretty soon, inside becomes empty. So what you need to do is work on filling up the inside, right? So you meditate, feel good, laugh, you know, love. Feel feel all these 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 things that that you know that you you too preoccupied with the outside. Focus on the inside. What's going on on the inside? How happy are you on the inside? And that's what you gotta focus on, Hawaiians. Cause I tell you, bro, if you're too preoccupied with the outside, pretty soon you come empty. You come empty, then you're gonna start trying to fill them up. What are you gonna fill them up with? Well, today we're gonna fill them up with wine. <laughs> Oh, oh, so, sorry, Hawaiians. I, I, I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta go. Anyway, hey, Hawaiians, the podcast is being brought to you by Island Club and Spa, Voice Master Enterprises, and AFM Hawaii Music, featuring the music of Darren Chinen. About, no, for real. And uh, we gotta let you guys know that that the, the views and uh, the comments made on the podcast have nothing to do with our sponsors, guys. Bro, they don't even know what we're gonna talk about. And nine times out of ten, Neither do we. <laughs> hey, till next time, boys. I'm Cindy Cake of Virginia. Hello.